This is Aaron Sheik. You listen to the Mark and Alt. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. You can purchase a t-shirt or just browse the store, read the little blurb. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow my noisy co-host, Dave, on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. How are you doing this early, early morning? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing awesome as always. Good to hear. How did uh how was your week? It's been good. How has yours been? It's good. I know you're finally done with school for the semester, so that that must be fun. Yeah, I'm all done. You have good some, times. Some back on Long Island. Yeah, on Long Island, not in Long Island as some people say. No, you're not. You can't be in Long Island. Right, that's what it's, I say. So it doesn't make sense. Exactly, but it the makes only way dollars. that could happen is if you if you dig a hole or you work underground, then you could be in Long Island. Yeah, but you could be in New York. Speechless over there, huh? <laughs> You're like I confused you. It's, I'm in New York, I'm on New York. You can't be on New York. That's just not something somebody says. It's like, oh, I'm on a trampoline. I'm in a trampoline. You're not in a trampoline at all. You're in the state of New York, but you're on Long Island. We've had this debate. It's a great debate. Zack Ryder's been in it. Everybody knows. Yeah. That. Been in the debate, not on the debate. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's kick this off. Some. Uh, so what about uh, legalization of gay marriage? Yeah, that's for great. America? I don't understand how it already wasn't for everybody because there's a lack of separation of uh, church and state in our nation i think it's it's dumb it's like it makes no sense like why are they affecting you no can we refer to it as like marriage now instead of gay marriage could we could just in general say marriage i guess so i mean you could have done that anyway yeah, but now like and all these stupid, these stupid people on Twitter. I'm going to Canada. No, you're not. Even still, gay marriage was legal there. What ten years ago? Yeah. <laughs> cool story, bro. Makes no sense. Yeah, let me know how that works out for you. Yeah. Not you. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I, I swear, Dave, I'm moving up to Canada. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's. I think it's a huge step towards what the world needs or what America needs at what least the world needs now is, is love. Yeah. So love, yeah, that's not the lyric. Well, I'm not sitting here singing Jackie DeShannon songs. You like that? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So let's kick this off with, uh, my apology for speaking so low. I have a house full. So a house full. Yeah. A house people, full of what? 
You sound like you're you sound like you're doing your best Michael Jackson impression. Yeah. I'm, I have I'm, to apologize for <laughs> I have your house full. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don't make me laugh. No, that's ignorant. Stop. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Michael Jackson, it's been what, six years since he's been dead? Since he's begun. Have you seen, did you see all over the news on, all over the news, uh, a lightning cloud in the shape of Michael Jackson, supposedly? No. Yeah, so apparently there's this picture of a lightning bolt shooting down to the ground, and above that is a, is a black cloud featuring what looks like, quote-unquote, Michael Jackson. <laughs> if you ask me, it looks just like a cloud. So I hate when that, like, how does something like that, how, how, does, do you see it? Does that yeah. look like Michael Jackson to you? It looks like a cloud. Yeah, I took a picture of a cloud yesterday. Why does it I, look like Michael Jackson? Why can't it look like Elvis? I don't understand. Like Elvis wore white. I guess because it was on the, the day Michael Jackson died or something, maybe. But it's like, I took a picture of a cloud yesterday. It looked like Sleeping Beauty. I'm not going to post that and be like, oh, no, this is a cloud of Sleeping Beauty. Because it's not. So. But you never know. Maybe some image of Michael Jackson will pop up on Toast next and everybody will make a big thing about that. Potentially. Moving on to some questions, comments we have from Jason Linick. Saying, wow, I don't believe that I haven't left a comment since the week before WrestleMania. Really? Yeah. That, that, I'm surprised by that too. Because it seems like only yesterday. But he goes on to say, for that I apologize. Life just gets busy and I don't have the commute I used to. Therefore, my listening has cut back a lot. Again, I apologize. This week, I wanted to finally comment about my first Ring of Honor experience. Terminal 5 is not a good wrestling venue at all. Which I heard heading into this event. I didn't want it to lower my spirit, so I went in hoping for a good time. I was not let down show-wise. From top to bottom, every match delivered, and I was never bored. It was probably more exciting than most, if any, WWE shows I've seen in the last few months. Unfortunately, I did not get to meet the Young Bucks due to an error with the security. Maybe Ring of Honor needs to better inform the venue's security as to what exactly is going on. To make a long story short, they thought the general meet and greets, uh, the general meet and greet was for VIPs only. There was a VIP meet and greet, but that was a separate thing that costs extra money. Uh, then he goes on to say, so shout out to Larry Legend for helping me get Nick and Matt's autograph on autographs on my sign. Anyway, what did you guys think of the show? One more thing I'd like to add is that I am not a fan of Dean Ambrose. Wait, I'm not a, a Dean Ambrose fan. I don't know how I mix that up. I may be a minority here on this topic. He doesn't even write here. I'm just like throwing in extra words. <laughs> but I just don't get the hype. His stupid clothesline move that he does at least five times a match, it just sucks. What do you say? Thanks, guys. Congrats on the shirt deal with Pro Wrestling Tees 2. 
Jason at Linick on Twitter, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Well, with Ring of Honor, I guess I'll have to wait until it airs. Or will that even air on TV? No, because that was iPay-Per-View. Yeah, it was a pay-per-view. Or pay-per-view, I mean, sorry. You just get used to saying iPay-Per-View with uh, an association with Ring of Honor. But, yeah, it was on pay-per-view, so I'll probably never see it. Yeah, I may see a few GIFs on uh, Twitter, but that's really probably it. I mean, but the card itself, I mean, it, it didn't look so bad, but it I'm, looked not, good to me. I'm not one of those fans that are going to sit there and be like, Oh, Young Bucks. Oh, my God, Jay Briscoe. Oh, AJ Styles or something like that. Says the guy that would do that. No, I wouldn't. I'd be sitting there, Shelton's mama. Yes, <laughs> said the guy that has done that. But I wasn't the first one that said that, so. Yeah. I was, no, no, I was not the first person to say that. You were the first one champion no. build for build the yes, mod. Yes, I was, because if they're going to. I was making a statement. If. Ring of Honor fans are going to sit there and chant John Cena sucks when John Cena is not a Ring of Honor wrestler. John Cena is not at the Ring of Honor event. And John Cena will probably never hear that chant. Why not go ahead and chant Bill DeMott? At least Shelton's, Shelton's mama makes sense. Shelton Benjamin was there. Yeah. Uh, Ring of Honor is usually a very exciting show to attend. Uh, live, it. I feel like the venues it does can play an impact on your experience definitely, but I, I know they usually don't disappoint. I know the very first Ring of, I think the first Ring of Honor event that I went to, I was very pissed off because they weren't they wouldn't let me take my camera in, and uh, to and me they let like you I, do it this the, the other time. Yeah, the next time they let me. Which that makes I don't at the understand. same venue, yeah. So, and it sucks because Jim Cornette back when he well I think Jim Cornette in general, um, I don't think he charges for autographs or pictures with him at all. Like even if you go meet him at like a fan fest, I think it's like buy an eight by ten for five bucks, ten bucks or whatever, or you could just bring your own stuff and meet him for free and get a picture with him, sign an autograph for free. So when we went to Ring of Honor, he was there doing that, and I got this really bad quality photo with him on my cell phone, mm -hmm. as opposed to later on the night when I got my camera back and we went up and met uh, Christopher Daniels. I, that's like a, an actual picture I got. So I wish that I had a real picture with Jim Cornette. Ring of Honor said I couldn't bring my camera in. So. I thought we do have a picture with him. No, we. Ha I mean, we. You have a picture also, but it's on our cell phone. Cell phones. We don't share a cell phone, folks. Wow. <laughs> it's like a really bad quality photo. I didn't think it was that bad. No, it's that bad. It's all grainy and dark. You can't tell. You can't tell at all. And, but it's it's nice to go to shows like that because. It is a smaller venue. Most likely you'll be able to see more. Hopefully fans don't stand for the whole show. Mm -hmm. Even though I guess maybe that's what... I mean, yeah, companies probably want you to stand. But I'm not a stander. Even yeah. At, even at concerts, I'm like, I can't, I can't stand. I, yeah, I don't like standing for too long. It starts to bother my legs and... Uh... 
What was that? <laughs> One time I went to an autograph signing, and uh, it, I, it was to meet Sandman and Sabu at the Sunrise Mall. And I normally never, when I go, when I used to go to autograph signings, I would stand more, more of the times than not. And, um, that time for whatever reason, I decided to sit down, my legs fell asleep. And when I went to stand up, I like my knees buckled and I went crashing against the glass window. Oh, jeez! And the security guard comes over and goes, uh, you can't do that. The glass will break. I was like, gee, thanks. Uh, if I could control my knees, then I would have not done that. Trust me. Like as if I had control over my legs that were sleeping. Yeah. But I don't. Were. You, you got to say something. You sound like you were going to say something. No, I didn't know where you wanted to go with it, but that's awesome. That Larry legend helped uh, Jason out a good amount. With those autographs. Yeah. Always good people. Um, yeah. What do you think of Dean Ambrose? Oh, right. We didn't cover that. You know what? I'm, are you, a, you're a fan of Ambrose, right? I, I'm a fan of Dean Ambrose, but I still lack, in, but I lack interest in watching a Dean Ambrose match. Like, I'm not, like, unless it's like a, a gimmick match, I feel right. like his normal matches are very similar. The gimmick yeah, matches, guess, at least it's a little bit more entertaining. There's only a certain amount you can do in a match. And that, like like Jason said, that clothesline. I hated that clothesline. I thought it was cool like once or twice, but then he started doing it every single match. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this clothesline is ridiculous. Cause I think it's cool to use like as a signature move, but not No, not as a signature. Every... Signature means you're going to probably do it every match. Well, I mean, I'm fine with him doing it every match, just not more than once during a match. Well, I don't really think he does it more. I mean, it's I think I it's like on I've the rarer it. side that he does it more than once. But my gripe is the fact that it's done every single time, and most likely somebody's not going to reverse it. And it's just like, it's like, oh, it's fine. Oh, boom, <clears throat> clothesline down. Except for when he's doing, oh, choke slam, no kick. Reversal into that clothesline. Boom. Oh, what's the, what's this? Boom, reversal, clothesline. Reversal, clothesline. I don't like that. Yeah, I feel like it has to be more reversed more. But I'm, well, I, yeah, I, but I'm a fan of Dean Ambrose, so regardless, that's one. I go, I go back and forth. I just have no interest in uh, going out of my way to watch a Dean Ambrose match. Which is weird because he used to. Who? You. You used to go all the time, Moxley, Moxley, Moxley. Oh. Yeah, 100%. You'd always send me. Yeah, you'd always send me John Moxley stuff on Facebook. No, you didn't. Dave, you would always send me Moxley stuff on Facebook. Brandon, I didn't know who he was before WWE. There's no way. There's no no possible way you didn't know that. I didn't. Dude, I don't know. I had no idea. I don't think I've ever seen a match of his um, that wasn't a death match. There's no and, way. Yeah. Dude, he cut all those promos that we used to watch before he was oh, signed yeah. by WWE. Oh, yeah, the, the promos. No, the promos I've only I only started watching once he was in WWE. And maybe it was, well, I don't know. But I never watched any matches of him. It I really think promos. we used to watch Moxley matches. Mm-mm. 
I've only seen the promos, and usually the promos I'll watch are the intense ones of him, like right after a death match or something, or him with the Callahan. So, uh, well, moving on from that to, do you want to do WWE now? Um, do you want to just go into Ring of Honor? Yeah, let's go into Ring of Honor. Might as well. Okay. Ring of Honor, best in the world, took place at Terminal 5 this past Friday, was it? It was this past week. Yeah, I think it was, or not this past Friday, last Friday. It wasn't this week, it was last week. It was within two weeks. <laughs> right. So, yeah, pay-per-view took place. Uh, some matches to note. Ring of Honor, world title, number one contender match, three-way. Uh, Roderick Strong defeated Michael Elgin and Moose. Yeah. Um, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships were on the line in a no-DQ match. Did that sound weird when I said no-DQ? Yeah, it sounded like you went Canadian on us. No-DQ match. Yeah, that did sound weird. Not that Canadians sound weird or anything. You know what I mean? But the addiction... Christopher Daniels and Kazarian defeated Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly to retain the ROH tag team titles. Yeah, six-man tag team match. Bullet Club, consisting of AJ Styles and the Young Bucks, defeated the Kingdom, Adam Cole, Matt Taven, and Michael Bennett. And the Ring of Honor world title and the Ring of Honor... Wait, oh yeah, okay, the Ring of Honor yeah, television both, both title. titles were on the line. Yeah, we're on the line. Were they on the line, though? Yeah. I don't think so, wasn't it? Oh, it was on the line. Yeah, so Jay, uh, Jay Lethal's both. Jay Lethal defeated Jay Briscoe. Huh. I thought that match was just going to be champion versus champion, where it wasn't on the line or anything. Mm-mm. Huh. Yeah, so that happened. Yeah, Jay Lethal is the Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, look at so, that. But wasn't right. he already? No, he was the TV champion. TV champion. So now what happened with Jay Briscoe? Now he has nothing. Just like his brother who opened up the show. <laughs> yes, defeating Donovan Jack. Jeez, right, right now I'm laying down next to the computer. Yeah, we I feel like it. I'm talking into your ear. You are. Am I? Yeah, and you're still sounding like Michael Jackson. You're like, stop it. <laughs> no. That's not funny. Yeah, but uh, moving on from that, MYWC going the distance took place this past week. Right off the bat, we saw Brittany Savage pick up that victory and retain the Starlet Championship against Sammy Pickles, former champion. You had Jesse Neal, who recently debuted for MYWC, defeating Dan Barry. We had a two-on-one handicap match. The Deadly Sinners, that consists of King Mega and Apollyon, picking up that victory against Jesse Vane. I'm you, sure that's... that. How does that even, like... Yeah, that definitely could not have been... pretty unmatched. ...any worse for yeah. Jesse Vane. Yeah. Um, You had Tony Mamaluke and Tyler Murphy, formerly known as J-Row, going to a no contest. Yeah, we had an eight-man tag match... Uh, we had the A-listers lose to Talon, Mike Verna, Joey Tell, and Ian Aldwin. 
you also had the premier gods, Anthony Nice and Papadon, defeating the Beaver Boys, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Yes. Then we saw Drew Gulley. I don't know why I said we saw, because we didn't see. But up next... Wish we saw. Yes. We had Drew Gulak defeating Angelo Andrews. Uh, you had the NYWC Fusion title on the line as Joe Gacy defeated JT Kaysen. Yeah, newly uh, newly crowned Fusion champion Joe Gacy. Yeah. And we had uh, the NYWC Heavyweight Championship on the line. Newly crowned Stockade champion defeated David Starr to retain the title. And in your main event of the evening, Flawless and Lawless, alongside Matt Tremont, defeated Milk Chocolate and DJ Hyde in a street fight. Yeah. So, a six-man street fight. So, very cool. I wish that they had an event this weekend, or next weekend, that we could go to. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Uh, but check out nywcwrestling.com, and go follow them on Twitter, at nywcwrestling. You know what's funny? I see the picture of Matt Tremont, so it just sparked my memory. Mm-hmm. Last night when I was at the concert, this uh, woman that worked at Madison Square Garden, like, marked out big time. And then she realized I wasn't Action Bronson. Why would you look like Action Bronson? Apparently, I get that a lot. Really? I don't I, see it. I don't see it at all. Other than if you look at his his most recent album cover, it's a cartoon drawing where like it kind of looks like me. I don't know. If, if you type Maybe in your profile you, pic, no. If you type in Action Bronson, Mister Wonderful, you'll be like, oh yeah, I guess that kind of does look like him. But I don't. The very first time that I got that, I was on. Well, my neighbor used to tell me that, but other than him. We were, I was in, in Atlantic City on the boardwalk and some kid, oh my God, oh my God, like ran up to me. And, and then he again realized that I was not Action Bronson. And I don't understand because I'm not bald at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the hype behind this guy. I only know one song of his, Dude, Barry Horowitz. He is awful. If yeah. he ever hears this, I apologize, but bro, you are awful. But if you want to submit music to the podcast, just shoot us an email, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Imagine he's like, what? I thought we were cool. Like, what the heck? Yeah, right? You don't even follow us on Twitter, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to just continue with the indies? We'll yeah, go might with... as well. I don't see why All right, we so PWG not. Mystery Vortex took place this past weekend. Yeah. With, um, with, Zach, what's that? I was going to say with Sofia Vergara and uh, what's I forget his name now. Joe Michael? Magniello, Joe. her husband or fiance. That's yeah. look at that random celebrity yeah. showing up at PWG. Usually it's Gillian Jacobs or one of the uh, or Ronda Rousey and her crew. Yeah. But but it's nice yeah. to see as big big celebrities like they are there. Of, of course, it's always nice, especially uh, to see them at events such as PWG. Because it's not it's not WWE, so it's nice to see these sorts of celebrities supporting other promotions. That's not WWE. Yeah, I mean we've seen Joe on WWE before. Yeah, and he showed up to PWG wearing rocking a Macho Man shirt. Yeah. So, so Joe, if you're listening, Sophia, if you're listening, you guys could be on our show if you'd like. Yeah. 
don't know or if you I want, you I mean, do, but. if you want, we could be on yours. Your choice. We'll let you choose. <laughs> Yo, imagine we got a phone call. It's like, yeah, Sophia kind of wants you to do a guest spot on Modern Family. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so down, on to the event. Zack Zaber Jr. defeated Chris Hero by Armbar. Um, um, are we saving the tag team champions? Yeah, I figure save that for later. Okay, we saw Brian Cage pick up the victory against John Silver. I would really like to see that match. Yeah. Because John Silver, because Johnny's so, not so small, but yeah, he's small. And Brian yeah, but- Cage is big. And that's like they both kind of wrestle the same style. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so that's I. They both have like the bodybuilder looks. Yeah, but um, but Brian Cage works light on his feet, just like Johnny works strong on his feet. So they yeah. like complement each other. I'm sure it was a good match. Yeah, uh, Roderick Strong defeated. Oh uh, no, yeah, defeated. Wait. Yeah, he defeated yeah, Mike Bailey. Sorry. Roderick Strong defeated Mike Bailey to retain the PWG title by two. Orange Crush Backbreakers. Biff Busick picked up the victory against Timothy Thatcher. The world's cutest tag team defeated Monster Mafia by the top rope reverse Huracurana. I wonder I wonder how people like some people don't like mixed tags. Yeah, I don't but I feel like Joey and Candace, whenever they tag together, it always works out. Because Candace is a great wrestler. Because Candace is basically a dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, but she's like, she's legit really good. Yeah. She knows how to pr- put on good matches. She knows how to uh, sell the intergender matches. We- we've and never she- seen her, right? Uh, No, we've never. That's. Not, just, I would like to see her wrestle live. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You also had, you had Tommaso Ciampa defeating Johnny Gargano by the Project Ciampa. And then the Young Bucks won the PWG Tag Team Championships, defeating Trevor Lee and Andrew Everett. Uh, Roderick Strong interfered on behalf of the Bucks, and Super Dragon then joined them to become the new Mount Rushmore. Yeah, formerly with uh, Kevin Steen and Adam Cole. Yeah. And the Young Bucks. So now we're going to have Strong, Dragon, and the Young Bucks as uh, the new Mount Rushmore. <laughs> when was the last time we saw Super Dragon outside of like a management management position? Uh, with Kevin Steen, when they were tag team champs. But like that was... Last year? Year and a half? Really? Maybe a year and a half ago, I think. Two huh. years. Yeah, wow. Good yeah. I don't think we've seen him in a manager role. Oh, no, I didn't mean like a managerial. I meant like oh, company-wise. Working, yeah, working backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, they announced the uh, participants of BOLA this year. Um, I, I guess I'll just read some. You read some. Uh, they announced Chris Hero, Brian Cage, Ricochet, Phoenix, Rich Swan, Jack Evans. But I wonder, like, this is, it It also says Prince Puma next to Ricochet. And there's a ton of, not a ton of, but, like, a, a few Lucha Underground people here. So I wonder if they're doing something with Lucha Underground. It's possible. 
Would you leave off Jack Evans? Uh, yeah, Jack Evans. You have Drago. You have Matt Seidel. You have Aerostar, Zack Sabre Jr., Drew Galloway, Angelico, Pentagon Jr., Mark Andrews. Uh, Willow Speary, Marty Scroll, Timothy Thatcher, Mike Bailey, Biff Busick, Trevor Lee. Oh, you're going to tag me in? Tag. Tommy End, Drew Gulak, Trent, and tag. Andrew... And Andrew Everett. When you tag, I'm already saying Andrew. You could have just said Everett. Oh, I thought you just said Drew. No. Word? I said Drew Gulak. Oh. The, I still give credit to Chris on calling Andrew Everett an ACH. He said back when you... Oh, I was. I thought you were like just on No, back when they like, were they opening him? up or when they were wrestling on that... Uh, that pro wrestling day which turned to yeah turned to chikara presents um andrew everett was wrestling at chiva kid ach was barely known and chris said that these guys are great they're gonna be something and look at them now ach is getting looked at by wwe and andrew everett's all over the indies yeah but he also said the young bucks are great so <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> Um, in certain forms, I'm not like a huge hater on the Young Bucks. In certain forms, yes, they are good. Yeah, I know, that's the thing. I know you talk a lot of smack about them. I don't talk but a I, ton of smack. No, what are you talking like, about? And I know you have a dislike for them, but I also know that when you do, there are times where you watch their matches and you actually do enjoy it. Right. But they're, but it's when they abuse the super kick where you don't appreciate it. Yeah. And it's not um, even just a super kick. A bunch of stuff is like super indie. Like the DX chop? Yeah, I just <laughs> everything. Even the Wolfpack sign and then I don't know, all their shirts and everything. It's yeah. funny because I hate I absolutely hate um parody shirts. And here we have our Parody Wolf. parody. Yeah, but whatever. I mean regardless, that's too. Yeah. Pro wrestling dot com slash marking out. Regardless. That's three. ProWrestlingTees.com. Yeah, marking out. Hopefully we'll have more product to flow soon. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have actually New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion coming up. We have Tenzin teaming up with Jushin Liger, teaming up with Kojima, and Ty no, Tiger Mask, and Komatsu, taking on a bunch of Japanese guys. I can't even pronounce their names. I'm not even going <laughs> to try to... Takanishi, Dorado. I know Yuji Nagata's in there. Masquerado, Dorado. Masquerado, Dorado. Masquerado, Dorado. Gucci, Tanaka. Yeah. There we go. That works. We got through that. <laughs> and then the second round is the Young Bucks by Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. Who did they defeat? Oh. No, not who oh, no. Who, who are they against? Dragon. They have Red Dragon. And who's on Red Dragon? Ollie Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus um, Ropunchi Vice. I don't know why they picked such a... And Rock. Yeah, Rock, Rocky, and Beretta. And you want to finish it? A three-way tag team match for the I, W... The IWGP... Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion. Good job. The Bolt. The Bolt Club. Oh, no, no, you don't want to be a hog. 
David wants our, his turn. Our, our special guest is uh, is cousin Drew. Drew, say hi to everyone listening. Hi. They're saying hi back. So, do you want to say, Brandon? Do you want? I'll go with this one. Bullet Club with Bad Luck Fale. Yeah, of course you'll go with this <laughs> one. The next one. <laughs> Hashi versus Naito and Honma. Up next, we have we have Shibata taking on Sakuraba. Yeah, you have the IWG. You want to say that? Junior Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, it's going to be on the line as Kenny Omega. Omega versus Kush Hedda. Yeah, you pronounce that better than me. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be Kush going down. Kushida. Kushida. Yeah. You <laughs> all. <laughs> up next, up next, we have. That's what Paige told you. <laughs> we have the never open weight championship on the line. Makabe is defending his championship against Ishii. You're going to have. It's a lot of titles here. Yeah, I think all the titles on the line. WGP, Tag Team Championship. Is going to be on the line as the champions. The Kingdom, Matt Saban and Michael Bennett. Yeah, they're going to be taking on the Bullet Club, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson for that championship. You got Tanahashi taking on Yano. You have Goto, the cha- the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. And in the main event for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, we have the champion AJ Styles defending that title against Kazuchika Okada. I don't know why I went with his first <laughs> name. Yeah, this looks like a really... A uh, fun event to watch. Because we can watch it on TV. Yeah, you can watch it on TV. You today. can watch it on the internet. You can watch it today. No, 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 not today. It doesn't happen till July 5th. July 5th, we can watch it. I don't know. I'm going to have to be home. I know. On July 1st. I know. We'll try to watch it, all right? It's going to be a good event. So maybe we'll try to order it for you. So that is the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion. Anything else that we have to talk about independent-wise? Yeah, moving on to other indie news, TNA Wrestling. Yes. I feel bad saying indie news, but... uh, I feel like if you're not WWE, you're independent. Yeah, I don't know. But with in regards to TNA... We had uh, some big returns this, this past episode of Impact. It was live. Uh, EC3 had to pick an opponent for Kurt Angle, and Matt Hardy ended up being that person. Matt Hardy making his uh, return to TNA. Yeah, the day after he had a, well, not him, but his wife had a child. So congratulations to Matt and Rabbi for their birth of their child. Yeah, says the guy that won't treat me. <laughs> I mean, you, you congratulated Vicky Guerrero last week for getting engaged, so... That's true. And by the way, for the record, Drew over here, she is my cousin, Jay Silva's niece. Say hi again. Hi. How about a shalom? <clears throat> you want to say shalom, right? Doesn't Uncle Jamie do that? 
Shalom. <laughs> what, do, what does Zack Ryder say? Woo, woo, woo. You know it. You know it. Do you want to sing Uncle Jay Silva's theme song? Yeah. Because I'm not booked. Jay, Jay Silva, Kev, Kevin, Buck, Kevin Matthews. Matthews. The bad boys of podcasts with, with the right, right views. views. Want to do an arrow? Arrow. Arrow. Well, that's for the end of the show, so. <laughs> but uh, some other returns. Every every week, Bram has been facing past TNA superstars, and this week Vader returned. Vader, as in like Big Van Vader. Yeah, that Vader. As in, I'm gonna show up to TV. I'm always ready for my next match. Showing up. Sweatsuit. Looking like Joseph Park. Yeah. I'm ready to unfollow him on Twitter, too. I'm not a fan of his uh, condescending tweets. Like, went towards, like, women and stuff like that. And, I don't know. He just... I, I get a bad vibe from him. I just don't understand, like... I guess, yes, WWE is WWE. When WWE knocks on your door, or they call you... Come, come be on Monday Night Raw. Of course, I'm going to be in full gimmick. TNA calls you, knocks on your door. Yeah, I'll show up in the mask. Yeah, um, right. I'll just, you know, I can wear a tracksuit. That's fine. I'll look right, like Dixie, Joseph Park. Dixie, you, you, you good with that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of okay. course, I'm good with that. You think I have any control over Fader? Well, is it's your contract? Yeah, of course, it's my contract, but it's his world. You can't uh, teach a mastodon to. Yeah, but it should be your world. It's your company. <laughs> can you control Vader? It's your company, your world. I have no control. I have no control over Hulk Hogan. I have no control over Matt Morgan, who later came out during the match. That's what y'all should be talking about. All right. I don't so... really want to talk about Matt Morgan, but Matt Morgan, former Tough Enough contestant, made his return to, uh, I guess, help out Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Former tough enough contested as most of the championships that he's won. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. What championships has he won? He, you know, the ones listed on IMDb. Yeah, IMDb <laughs> cage match. Yeah, so Matt Morgan made his return to help Vader against Bram. Uh, I don't, for whatever reason, though. Like I was saying, all those Former matches. NXT contestant. Oh, Bram. Not a contestant. Oh, contestant. Yeah, that's right. He was on that show, right? The NXT show? Mm, no, that NXT. was the Ascension I'm thinking of. The other Ascension. Victor or Connor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Connor. was uh, Connor. 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 Yeah. But see, that's what happens. When Bram was part of the Ascension, you get confused with the Ascension. Yeah. I still can't tell Victor and Connor apart, and they're not even twins. <laughs> yeah, right? Connor, I think, is the smaller one. Victor's the big guy. Yeah. Big guys, dude. Yeah, so for whatever reason, I'm almost certain the the past Bram matches for the the past TNA people, he's been having no DQ matches. I'm almost certain that's what the, the thing was. And for whatever reason, this week it was a no it was a DQ match, like there was regular match. Mm -hmm. So he started using a weapon and got DQ'd, so Vader picked up the W there. But 
Yeah, and I know last week, Joseph Park returned out of nowhere, cut this promo, this stupid promo. Like, clearly he's the best. He goes, oh, I have long hair. Oh, I lost my teeth. But I'm Joseph Park, and I'm coming back. And I'm going to, which way is the ring, JB? Yeah. Screw you. <laughs> I, I hate Dixie Carter. But I don't hate Dixie yeah. Carter. I don't know Dixie Carter. I know Dixie Carter on television. Well, But that's about it. Yeah. What? She blocked, she blocked me for whatever reason. I don't know. Really? I don't know. Yeah, my personal Twitter account. Really? I never said anything bad about her. I was just trying to offer my help to her company. Yeah. It's always nice. And now she just stiffs our, our uh, I was going to say clientele, but he's not a client of ours. Our listenership. Yeah, messed up. Yeah. Don't say you're going to do something, Dixie, and then not follow through with it. Hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> that should be whatever you have come on as Dixie. Well, whenever Dixie Joe is on, wait, hold on. Whenever Dixie Joe, <laughs> every whatever. Who is Dixie Joe? I don't know. Whatever. My name is Dixie Joe. <laughs> yeah, whenever Dixie comes on the show. Yeah, that's how it should, every sentence should just end. As soon as I said that, I pictured like a video in my head where it was like, you know those uh, old M- NWO promos where they're trying to sell merch? Yeah. I pictured something like that where it's like black and white and it's like extreme close-ups where she's like, she's saying something like, I'm going to go to the movies. Hey, y'all. Or something like that. Like That's not really as good, but. Like, yeah. I'm going to go out there, I'm going to fight for my right to win, and then I'm going to take you and shove you in that crick over there. Hey, y'all! Something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that has to be a segment. Like an Austin promo, but instead of saying, oh, hell yeah, should be saying, hey, y'all! Yeah. You talk about your John 316, Dixie 316 says, I just whipped your hey, y'all! <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, cool. Anything to else, TNA? Yeah, Drew Galloway came back, and uh, but the I guess the bigger, more confusing thing that happened was first of all, let me congratulate TNA on getting a commentators table again. They had uh, Pope's been sitting in with them, uh, Elijah Burke, uh, Pope D'Angelo De Niro, whatever his name is. I always forget that he's employed. But is he employed? I think it was just recent that he came back to work. Is he still a wrestler? I, mean, I don't he know. Has, he hasn't been working matches. He's been doing commentary with Josh Matthews. But, I don't know. But yeah, they had the commentary table, and they were talking about something, and all of a sudden they're like, wait, what? What's going on? How? What? What? And they pan to the screen, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Karen Jarrett walk into the ring. No music or anything. They're just walking into the ring. No music. That really, that confused me as beyond confused. Not the fact that there was no music. I get why there was no music. The fact that the last time that we basically saw Jeff Jarrett and TNA in the same sentence as him being in the company, it was him being fired from his yeah. own company. So here he is back. He came, came back, spoke about how he got this phone call. He spoke about global force and everything. But, uh, Mainly just said that he got a phone call from TNA and they wanted him back for one more match. And 
Karen Jarrett said, no, absolutely not. I don't want any part of this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they screwed you over. And then she was saying how they were all like ready on the, the brink of tears and everything, which I don't know if it was legit. It could be. If you look at it, it kind of reminded me of Paul Heyman, that, that promo after December to Dismember when he knew he was out of WWE basically. And they basically killed ECW. But uh, Karen was saying that they spoke to Sanjay Dutt on the phone. And Sanjay was like, you maybe not will not will not understand this, but it's Jeff Jarrett's baby. And he, the way that he left the company, he left the company and in, in, in such a bad way. They just released him. They fired him from his own company. So... That's why Jeff Jarrett wanted to go back. So Jeff Jarrett made the announcement that he's going to be in the King of the Mountain match. It's his match. It's the match that he created. And uh, then they went ahead and they they said that Matt Hardy is going to be in it. Drew Galloway is going to be it. Eric Young, Bobby Roode. And uh, that's all going to be on pay-per-view this Sunday. It's very interesting that he's going to be included in that match. Um, did they announce anybody else? Well, I just said. Were you not listening? Well, I said Matt, like, this is going to be yeah, Matt Hardy, I, Drew Galloway, Eric Young, and Bobby Roode. But isn't there more? No, it's them. It's them and Jeff Jarrett. Oh, for some reason, I thought there was more people in the match. Yeah, I don't. I I, I remember the Matt Hardy and Galloway. No, I, just, I think they. I don't know if they all just got like announced or something. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Yeah, I don't know why it hasn't been announced earlier either. I feel like it's so it's like negligence. Well, to- I guess they were waiting. They had the the live show. They knew they were having a live show, and they wanted J E double F J. You could have had them as like the last contestant or the second to last contestant. Have everyone else be announced, like Matt Hardy and stuff. Have them be announced. Well, I guess, but then that would have spoiled Matt Hardy's return. And that would have spoiled Drew Galloway's being back or whatever. I feel like with TNA, it's. I think, I think you're in a circumstance like that. You're better off doing a, like how WWE will advertise the return of Brock Lesnar without him even, like months ahead. Ah, uh, like, yeah. I, don't I feel know. like when it comes to TNA, because they're they're scheduling, you really have to go that route at times. Like I, it's, yeah, but I've, they have so, they had a live show before their pay per view. So. Yeah, but I feel like you can't announce everybody on the like everybody for that big main uh, gimmick match at the last moment like that. I feel like it should have been. Don't forget to check out this match, like during even during Raw. Say huge announcement: TNA Matt Hardy returns no, as I, contestant in I the hate, of the Mountain. I hate when TNA makes announcements during Raw. I, it's smart. Yeah. I mean, when else during the week is prime time to reach out to wrestling fans on that's Twitter? True. Yeah, that's true. But but what are your thoughts? I I mean, not I mean, but a few weeks ago, last week maybe, we saw Dixie Carter tweeted out a picture of the X Division Championship, which once had blue paint on it, now featuring green paint, and now they bring in Jeff Jarrett for quote unquote one more match. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think that I know where you're getting at this with the Global Force Wrestling uh, rumors. I mean, Global Force. I don't even know if there's rumors no, other than the fact that Global Force Wrestling's colors have basically been adopted as green. Yeah, I don't buy into any uh, 
anything like that. Maybe there's there'll be a little bit cross promotion going on, but I don't see which would be awesome to see the Carinos on TNA. Yeah, as soon as, as um, literally as soon as I saw Jeff Jarrett walk out, I was like, please let this be a talent exchange. Kevin Matthews on TNA? That'd be hilarious, <laughs> given how much he's he's Yeah. Yeah. Does Dixie know he's part of that roster? <laughs> <laughs> Not even about, yeah, I don't know. That was probably the main, that was like the last topic on of discussion in the meeting with Jeff Jarrett and Dixie Carter was how to go about the Kevin Matthews situation. <laughs> so, but that, it would be interesting. It's she goes, good. Kevin it's, Matthews, I don't remember him ever trashing me. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I do think that it's smart. It is smart to cross promote with, uh, with, yeah, cross promote with other promotions, especially in the world of pro wrestling. I mean, we've seen the Monster Factory tw- put out tweets, NYWC working with uh, FSW and Five Borough and stuff like that. It's very smart, um, and I feel like when it comes to independent outside of WWE, it's necessary if unless you're at New Japan Pro Wrestling, which even them they yeah. cross promote with AAA. So I feel and Noah so. I'm like, I think it's really necessary for stuff like this to happen with talent exchanges and just for the better of pro wrestling in general. But as of now, Jeff Jarrett said it's going to be one last time. Maybe during the King of the Mountain match, you got the Heavenly Bodies run in, cause interference. Uh, Long shot, probably. Yeah, it's probably, yeah. I could definitely see him dreaming of that too. I mean, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But as far as, uh, as far as Slammiversary goes, we also, we're going to see the handicap match. Awesome Kong and Brooke are going to be taking on the dollhouse. Uh, I'm assuming, yeah, this is probably their first pay-per-view. So that's awesome. No pun intended there. We're fans of three of the four. What do you mean three of the four? Uh, four, four of the five. Uh, four of the five, yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless five. you're not a Tiffany fan. No, no, I like Tiffany. Everyone yeah. besides Brooke. Yeah. So, um, which, that situation sucks, that she got left and now they were engaged, her and Robbie E, and now Robbie E's engaged. I don't know the situ- situation. Neither do I fully. Could have just been a, a ploy for... NBC or whatever it is could have just been a, it's CBS. David. Yeah, could have just been a thing for their TV show. No, probably not. <laughs> I don't know what them just. Yeah, the coupling up. Yeah. Oh, well, you never know. I mean, it's pro wrestling. Yes. Uh, also, for Slammiversary, we have an unsanctioned street fight between Magnus and James Storm. Hopefully, there's a train track involved. That was Whoa. a joke. <laughs> it sounded really bad, but <laughs> given, given given that promo that took place a few weeks ago. Well, we don't we don't speak about that promo. <laughs> we don't like to acknowledge that promo. No, that that promo exists. It's real. It's here. <sighs> Has Mickey James been back on television since? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I is believe she, so. Yeah. Is she okay? Yeah, no, she's fine. She's perfectly fine. Okay. She tweeted about it the night of. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, "Hey, check this." Don't forget to tune into the TNA. Did, did, you, see, the did you see the clip of that guy who tried to jump over the train track? No. Yeah. He, he, there was no train coming or anything. Well, but he tried to it go well. Uh, I mean, it didn't not go well. He didn't make the jump, but he, so, just, he just fell. He didn't. He picked himself back up and climbed over. Oh. 
Yeah, there's nothing big or anything, but that's still stupid to do. Why are you going to jump I over a train track? I was picturing someone trying to jump the track and then land right on the third rail. Yeah, I don't know if the third rail exists in, like, New York City. Yeah, it does. Where? I don't... If bird, I think birds, I always see birds land on the tracks. How do they never get chicken fried? They... I forgot birds and conductivity or something. I don't know, because why could they land on wires, electrical wires? I can land on electrical wires, too. Yeah, but it will hurt you a lot quicker. No, it won't. I feel like I could touch a wire that a bird is on and not be bad. All right. Uh, big O slab <laughs> chop bet? Yeah. <laughs> a return after, what, three years on that? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, so what else, TNA? We have uh, winner decides best of five finals match. Uh, Austin Aries versus Eddie Edwards. And we got Ethan Carter the third and Tyrus taking on Bobby Lashley and Mr. Anderson. And just to backtrack real quick, uh, that Edward, uh, Eddie, Eddie Edwards, Edwards and Aries yeah. should be a really good match, but it's kind of interesting because Aries, I don't think re-signed with the company yet. Really? Yeah, I think his contract expired. So hmm. this may be his last TNA match. I'm un uncertain though. Maybe not. In the match that everybody and their mothers and fathers, nieces, nephews, cousins, brothers, sisters, lovers are looking forward to. Probably going to be the match of the night that everyone, Melcher's going to give it six stars. Robbie E. will be taking on Jesse Godders. Oh, I cannot wait for this one. Yes. Um, I'm a huge fan. I mean, we both are huge fans of both of them. Uh, they've been putting on five-star matches for so long as a tag team. You know, I have this not. Entire story I, I, have, line is, I, I have not seen a four-star match out of them since ever. It's no, always, no. It's remember that been five stars. I know. Like, I think they had that one four-star match, but we really don't like to speak about it too often because it was just miscommunication on one spot. But everything else was straight up. Like Bret Hart would give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's like bro. that's how it's like man come on yeah I mean these two guys are young they they should be getting inducted to the TNA Hall of, they should be getting inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame yeah they're grizzled vets and they're young like how old is Robbie E he's like 23 up and coming superstar grizzled vet already maybe he may be 45 <laughs> I don't know imagine they hear this and like beat us up yeah, and we record it all and yell world star hip-hop and make millions. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure we, we wear marking out t-shirts. Yeah. Local podcast gets beat up by two guys who appear to be TNA superstars, which are really just wrestlers. And don't forget to check out their t-shirts to pay for their medical expenses. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Yeah. You also have a Kickstarter to help get... Kickstart. We don't have a Kickstarter, and we're not Mountain Dew. But the last match that is announced for Slammiversary is Bram taking on Matt Morgan, former Tough Enough contestant. I feel like Matt Morgan. I'm so. I want to see him with WWE again so bad because I really am. It really, it really sucks that WWE is not just like he could be used so much, so big in in WWE. I feel like there's so many wrestlers that have – I feel like if you have that physique, it's one of those like – I don't know. 
I feel like uh, as a I feel like fantasy booking and everything to have that physique that Matt Morgan has, you have so much you could do with. Well, you could do Matt like, Morgan versus Luke Harper versus Cesaro versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Like, and, and it's not like Matt Morgan doesn't suck, so... No. no. It's funny because it sounded like I just said Matt Morgan sucks. No, I said, he... Well, because I said, and it's not like Matt Morgan. Yeah. No, he's he's definitely very talented. Um, yeah. Former Tough Enough contestant. He definitely... And I only say that because I'm watching season two on the network. Oh. Yeah, so... And he's definitely come a long way. It's crazy seeing him on that, and like he's he's caught so much weight and everything. Yeah, he's he he's, grew a beard. He changed his tattoo. Um, he yeah, took, he took out Zack Ryder. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately. Everybody's got a debut. That's true. Look at That's Kid. True. Was that match debut? Yeah, this is very first yeah. match in WWE. Yeah. I remember that. I was watching that in my dorm room because I remember hearing that he was going to be on it tomorrow. Yeah. But that's all for the independent and outside of WWE news. Um what? Shall yeah. we shall we take a break? Yeah, let's do it up. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Matt Hardy, the man who is stronger than death, and you are currently listening to Marking Out. Big news just being uh reporting. No. Uh, Welcome back. Oh. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 229. Uh, big news being reported on Twitter. Uh, apparently, James Storm is leaving the company, too, leaving TNA. Uh, Sunday, should, the Slam of, it's Sunday, right? Yeah. Slammiversary will be his last event, and it's also going to be the last, uh, last event for Magnus, too. Another wrestler who's leaving the company. I wonder. So, I wonder if that means something like Mickey James is going to be brought into WWE for I'm, NXT Divas or women or whatever you want to call them. It's very interesting that Storm and Magnus are facing each other and both are leaving TNA after Sunday. Hopefully, this is not people abandoning ship. Hopefully, because, hopefully it means James Storm is finally going to get a shot in WWE. It yeah. sucks that. Chris, what is it? Chris Harris? What was his name? Yeah. Chris Wildcat. Wildcat Chris Wildcat, Harris. Yeah. That hit, like, Braden Walker, how that turned into such a bad thing. Yeah, but James Storm wasn't shame. who he was back then. Right. But first of all, I, I really like the team of Chris, ha Chris Harris and James Storm. Yeah. I mean, America's I think most a lot wanted. Of, yeah, a lot of people were big fans of them. Like, I, mean, I, was, I was a huge fan of theirs. Yeah. But, they worked well together. Uh, and I was very, very excited that Braden Walker was coming to WWE. He was going to be in WWE. And then just completely flopped. Game yeah. weight didn't, didn't perform as well as he should have been. But the, I mean, same thing happened with uh, Kazarian back in the day. Well, where I they don't brought him think, in. And I don't think that's what happened. I think the story from what I remember was um, someone like a producer or one of the higher-ups said to Kazarian, like, oh, what are you doing here? Because, like, they knew him, and, like, they were a higher-up person in the company where they should have known that he was yeah. in the company. And then he left, and, like... And they wanted him to cut his hair at the time, and... Oh, yeah, because it was long, like, Triple H's yeah. hair. And, like, I mean, overall, they weren't really doing anything with him. So, and it's just unfortunate, because a lot of these TNA guys, they, 
they do have a lot of talent that could be used and it just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't pan out. But hopefully we do see James Storm and Magnus with WWE now, and NXT. Yeah, now after – I mean not that Lo- – Oh, Loki too. Loki's also for- going to be done? Yeah, I forgot to – yeah, it wasn't even on the news site. I saw that a few days ago. Loki announced that he was leaving TNA as well. I didn't even know that he was still he was still with the TNA yeah, though. He does the he's in the beatdown clan. Yeah, he's leaving TNA as well. Yeah, but I, would would he want to come back to WWE? I mean, no, I, I think I think Loki's gonna stay with uh, Independent. Maybe new, do a New Japan uh, run. But in regards to James Storm, I know he's no Samoa Joe, but hopefully because of the popularity that Samoa Joe had coming into NXT, maybe we'll see the Cowboy. I mean, the, the, the thing and is, Mojo has the Ring of Honor background, while James Storm doesn't. But there's still, he's got tons of people saying in WWE, this guy is good. Or tons of people associated with WWE. It's you pretty got, much you, like... When you, got, when you have Stone Cold Steve Austin saying... I was about to say that. Right, so... It's like well, whoever Stone Cold has on his podcast and says, like, during their interview that they're awesome. Like Damn this really should be in WWE. Yeah, like him and him and James Storm brother it up. Yeah. So, I mean, back they, in they, WrestleMania, they share I, the same theme song, right? Pretty much, yeah. No. Wasn't it? Uh, no. Um, like I remember back in what? No. This is two years ago. Well, wasn't his theme song also the same theme song for the for that show, the Redneck Island? Or no, maybe it was just the same artist. Same. No, I don't know. What was? Brentley Gilbert and one was Montgomery Gentry. Oh, right. I think something like that. Yeah, I know Storms was Montgomery Gentry. I think uh, Austin is uh, Gilbert. Yeah, we saw Brantley Gilbert. Yeah, we did. Yeah, really cool concert too. It was all acoustic. Him, Lady Antebellum. Um, but yeah, hopefully it's not abandoning ship for the promotion, but also hopefully it's. For reasoning of NXT or something more uh, for these wrestlers to expand on. Yeah, hopefully it's not because people were told their checks are going to be late again. Yeah, that, that's another news. It's been reported that people in TNA are getting a heads up that their checks are going to be late in the mail. Like <laughs> It's going to be late in the mail or what? Yeah, it's, it's going to be late. So, um, yeah. So that's the TNA news from coming back. So let's get into some WWE talk, and we'll talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. When did I first start doing that? I know you're not going to be able to answer that, but... Um, it was not this year or last year. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You for that. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Nobody's going to get that. Nope. But uh, Monday Night Raw kicked off with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. And uh, Paul basically said that it was Brock Lesnar's official return to Monday Night Raw, which I don't really understand how it's his official return since he officially returned last week. Like, you can't officially... Yeah. Like, he was there. Like, that's not an unofficial thing. Like, he was there. This is going to be, you're going to, uh, when's the Japanese tour? It's July 4th. Okay, I thought it was in, was beginning of July, okay. Yeah, it's literally next week. It's Yeah, so we knew Lesnar was going to be returning very shortly and everything. 
Um, but no, I think they pushed it sooner for network subscribers or something, apparently. It, it was going to be Brock at, at SummerSlam, but they pushed him up to Battleground so we can push for let's get more subscribers or something, maybe. That's internet rumblings. Who knows? All right. But uh, during this segment, they played a bunch of videos, and every one of them seemed to feature Brock Lesnar's theme song being played. That got very annoying very fast. Yeah. And, but the the whole segment was about Brock having to apologize to Michael Cole and JBL in order for him to actually get his rematch against Seth Rollins. Because they need to play out of all the storylines that they have to play out and finish. They choose this it's the one that they have to play out and finish. Well, cuz they were they had the whole lawsuit with Michael Cole and everything, but what I don't understand is Booker T was involved with that as was the camera guy. Yeah, there's more than one person to this equation. And uh, yes, but he went up to JBL, shook his hand, everything was good. He went up to Michael Cole and then grabbed him down into a headlock and gave Michael Cole a noogie, and that was him apologizing to Michael Cole. Yeah. And then he basically made Michael Cole accept his apology. Always a great way to go about apologies. Yeah. Uh, so first match of the night, you had Kane defeating Dean Ambrose. Um, I was not a fan of that finish, the chokeslam from the top rope. Well, I thought it looked really bad. I don't even want to call that a chokeslam. Yeah. Because it was more, I don't even like... It was more like Dean Ambrose, jump down and land on your feet and then fall to the ground. It was like a choke belly to belly, but like not even, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think the match was unnecessarily long. Agreed. Um... Seth Rollins came out during the match, and Ambrose dove out onto him, and then Ambrose went to hit Kane from the top rope, and that's when... Yeah, that choke slam spot yeah. took place. Like, he didn't even... Bot like, it was like a choke... Not a choke slam, I want to say a choke drag. Yeah. That's choke, what it was. It was yeah. a choke drag. Kane invented a new move. It was I mean, a choke the, drag. the big thing to take out of this is Seth Rollins kind of assisting Kane with picking up... With providing that distraction to pick up the victory. Yeah. Seth Rollins um, trying to make amends with the authority, Kane. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had the primetime players taking on Ascension. Uh, primetime players picking up a victory. The champions picking up a victory uh, following Darren Young hitting that gut check maneuver. Darren Young's clotheslines. I, I just noticed it this week. I'm sure if I went back and watched it other times. Actually, mm -hmm. maybe I didn't just notice it this week. But his clotheslines look very weak. Yeah. They really do. And I guess... What, have you, yeah, than, what else have you been noticing with primetime players? I don't know. It's just like... It's like slow pace. There's not much... It's like they were all promo and... Yeah. I don't know. It's weird because, it like... Titus has the, the look. He's got the build. He's got the dog bark and everything. That's cool, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I see more and more each week, Every everybody on the internet... Not everybody. There are people on the internet saying the same thing where, like, oh, primetime players. It's like, yeah. prime time players suck. Prime time players suck. I missed that clap, but what are you going to do? I'm like both yeah. else. But, uh, I mean... We're here with another special guest. We're here with Cousin Paige. Cousin Paige, say hi. Hi. And how, about, how about saying Shalom like Uncle Jamie? Uncle Jamie, right? Yeah. His podcast, you want to say Shalom? Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> and you're going to be reading what? Barbara Park? He wrote it? Yeah, who is this? What book? Junie B's 
it's her. What is it? Nobody, I think nobody has her middle name, but sometimes oh. people get her mixed up. Oh, so it's uh, Junie B, first grader. Boss of lunch. Boss of lunch. Illustrated by Denise. We, we don't have to. Yeah, we, we, don't, don't. we don't really have to read No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start with that page. <sighs> so I'm going to, well, show him the picture first, then read it. Okay, show him the picture. Well, um. <laughs> show him the picture. Mind. Okay, he could see it. You see it? Yeah, I see it. Okay. Some people don't know why this is a chapter book because um it's black and white mm -hmm. and um people don't really color it in and oh that's why it's a chapter book. That's why it's a chapter book. So no picture on this, but I can just show you the words. Oh, I don't need to see the words. Okay. He just wants to hear it. Oh yeah. There to see it closer by my teacher. Wait, don't read from the middle of the sentence. It's not really on the middle. It's on the top. I'm starting from the first sentence. Wait, what's, what's on the bottom of the other page? There's another page. Yeah. Flip um, it over. Yeah. There you go. Right? Oh, one more. You have a page oh, in between. There's the first page. Actually, actually. Wait. How many books? How many pages is this book, Dave? This book? This is a long book for Paige to be reading. This is the story of a girl. It, she cried uh, a river and drowned the whole world. She did. It is 77 pages. I can read that all. How would that be so impossible? <laughs> well, as long as they're easy words. Exactly. All right. So well, let's, I already read this. Okay, you read that one. There to see it closer by my teacher just said to please stop doing that. Only guess what he... He is not even watching me now, so I think I will sneak down there one more time, and that will be it possibly. There you go. It possibility. I wish myself good luck from Judy B. First Grader. I put my pencil down and looked all around the room, around room once, once, still. How about tag team in this book, Dave? In their journal. Good job. Is it time to take it home? No, not yet. Oh, okay. No, it is time to take it home, Paige. Actually. <laughs> Should they actually know? <laughs> yeah. There are 72 pages in here. No, I'm not sitting here for 72 pages. Actually, you can. <laughs> wow. So did you enjoy being on the podcast page? Yes. Now can we get on the book now? Uh, I don't think so. I think Brandon's giving you this. He's giving you the sign. You have to skip to the last page. Read the last sentence. Why do I need to skip a book? My teacher says I cannot skip pages. <laughs> yeah, so she can't skip pages, David, but she she could just say goodbye. Just oh, just say uh, just say Aru, Paige. Say Aru. No. We have to. I don't want to. It's it's gimmick, bro. That's it. Uh-oh. Oh, don't forget your iPod. Oh. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> Well, uh, back to Monday Night Raw. Uh, yes. <laughs> Roman Reigns and Sheamus went to a no contest. Uh, yeah. I, don't I think, I think this, this match went on way too long. 
Yeah, 100%. And the outcome of it, why not a countout? Yeah, I don't understand because Sheamus got kicked out of the ring or clotheslined out of the ring or whatever. He was out of the ring for like 30-something seconds. Yeah. Bray Wyatt appeared on the screen having a tea party with someone that you couldn't see. Roman Reigns went after him. All you could see was a small chair that was rocking. Roman Reigns finally got to that room. There was pictures all over the wall, like Mickey James when she was obsessed with Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. I don't, just don't understand. Sheamus was outside of the ring for... Yeah. You get a 10 count. Ref didn't even count. I don't get why Sheamus, during that promo, didn't roll back into the ring, so this way at least he'll get the win. Uh, I mean, well, Roman Reigns was in the ring. Yeah, that's true for the entire promo. You got you got a guy like Sheamus, supposed to be like this badass warrior, and he just disappears from this segment. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, next up, you had Neville defeating Kofi Kingston. Um, yeah, prime time players ran down to, I guess, even it out. They uh, referee threw the prime time players away from ringside. Mm-hmm. And then the New Day tried to help Kofi Kingston up. The referee threw them out from ringside. Yeah, all of them sent to the back. And uh, I gotta say, I don't, I don't mind seeing more of, uh, or I wouldn't mind seeing more of Neville versus New Day. I was a fan of everything that took place in this match. Yeah, I mean, not, I guess, not really much happened, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Not too much to choose from, but I'm not gonna nitpick. It was, it was fine. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice yeah. to see this. Uh, you had King Barrett taking on Zack Ryder and picking up a victory, which is, it was a good short match. Yeah, it's nice to see Ryder being used on Monday Night Raw. It's good to see him get reactions from the fans. It's oh, and nice. almost pick up a victory. I mean, he almost. was going for that broski boot, uh, boot, and then he rocked him to the outside with it. I mean, he, yeah. he put on, it was a good, good match. Yeah, and... You hear it at every arena. Fans loudly say, woo, 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 when he goes to hit the broski boot. I know. There's we want Ryder chants. There's let's go Ryder chants. There's everywhere. So, hopefully, I mean, not that I see that happening, but. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Cousin Paige wants to tell all the listeners that she says hi. Yeah, but uh, in the match, Zack Ryder got hit with that bull hammer when he was lying across the top rope. Looked good. Yeah, solid. Yeah, up next we saw John Cena cut a promo. Basically saying that Kevin Owens is a great wrestler, but a garbage human being. And he said that he's going to fight Kevin Owens, even if he may not win. Kevin Owens came out. So that he only cares about winning titles. No, is that good? Decent? No. Yeah. yeah whatever. I, the, this, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, this entire storyline reminds me of... <laughs> what is she um, yelling about? Dishes? I don't know. They want to get a limited edition something. Oh. Um, so I expect someone knocking on my door soon. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, this entire storyline it didn't hit me until recently it reminds me of Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels that first go around why is that well Bret Hart being the well-established uh veteran the good guy the guy that always did right by the fans by the company 
aka John Cena. You have Shawn Michaels, the the anti uh, good, uh, good, wait, good doer, the, the, the doer gooder. Yeah, I, I, I no, the, say do, the, the do gooder, the do gooder, do good do doer. Gooder. No, do gooder. A good he, doer. I mean, he might be a good doer. I don't know. Well, it, it's Shawn Michaels was just he was a uh, hard he was, to he like. He was a do gooder. A do gooder. No, he was not. He was not a do-gooder. No, yes, exactly. He was a heel. Can we just talk wrestling here? Okay, yes, he was a heel. <laughs> Let's simple, simplify it. He was a heel, a.k.a. Kevin Owens. And I feel like the entire how uh, Kevin Owens is talking about his son being a fan of John Cena and how he can't have him looking up to John Cena and stuff like that and how all these all what John Cena's promos and stuff, it's really what Bret Hart used to say about Shawn Michaels. How Shaw, Bret Hart would say, my son has a Shawn Michaels poster on his wall. He doesn't have a poster of me. And you I don't want son, him looking up to him. My son has a Shawn Michaels poster hanging above his bed. And I don't want him looking up to Shawn Michaels. That was kind yeah. of off, but whatever. Like, I, I definitely see similarities in those That's two. very interesting. Yeah, I definitely see storyline. Um, um similarities with the storylines of Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart and Kevin Owens versus John Cena. I'm not I maybe now that I brought this up maybe you'll start seeing similarities of uh on your own. Some differences though is that Kevin Owens spoke to John Cena in French which uh I couldn't awesome. understand. I couldn't understand though because the only French phrase I know is je suis la jeune fille. Which, if you guys are fans of Muzzy, you know on that commercial it means I'm a little girl or something. So, but yeah. Cena spoke back to him in French, spoke in uh, Chinese, English, and basically accepted Kevin Owens' challenge for a battleground for the U.S. Championship. Yeah, so it's going to be the rubber match. Um, yeah. Winner, yeah. So, really looking forward to it. Uh, next up, you Especially had Especially the- because we've said for the past two times we're match of the year candidates. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 100%. Um, next up, you have the Bellas. Take what, What's just the one thing I don't like about it is that I feel like it's being forced into such a uh, small timeline. Yeah. As opposed to, I feel like this could be kind of dragged out into a longer storyline, which is tough to get these days with WWE. And I feel like you should take advantage of how this could be dragged along. It could it could be dragged along up till SummerSlam, or uh, like maybe a, it will be. Pa- or past there. As of right now, Paige is not even on Raw. She's doing tough enough stuff, so yeah, maybe um, she'll she'll not be on Raw or something. Maybe it's being held maybe. up till then. But speaking of the Divas, uh, Bellas defeated Naomi and Tamina. I was not a fan of this match. I really saw this as a bathroom break match, which is such a uh, downgrade from what the Divas matches were at one point. It took them a lot to build it back up to but, something that's watchable, and now I feel like this is not you, watchable for do me. Do you say that because of the ending? How I, I mean, I think this should have been ruled a no contest. Since uh, both, no. both Tamina and Brie, who weren't legal, got into the ring. Yeah, I, it's just the entire match I was not a fan of. It was just slow-paced for me. Um, I didn't think it was that terrible. I, I couldn't get behind it. I wasn't a fan. I mean, I don't know. Naomi ended it's, up 
Naomi ended up pinning the rear view on Tamina, thinking it was Nikki. That I don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it could maybe because AJ left since AJ. I don't AJ know. Was... That's not. That's not at all. <laughs> you know that's not true. Something I know that's not true as well is Ryback. No, no, versus... no. Wait, I still want to talk about this. First of all. Oh, okay. Uh, besides the fact that I guess Alicia Fox is now a Bella twin. I really don't like how people are saying that the Bellas are the Kardashians of WWE. How? How what? Why are they saying that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Because I, that's, it's stupid. Because the only reason why the Kardashians are famous is because of Kim's tape. So, yeah. I don't understand. Bella Twins are good wrestlers. Yeah. And um, it's not like they're famous for no reason. Yes, I guess their whole gimmick is... Oh, we only care about movies, being on the front covers of magazines and stuff like that. Yeah, but but they're still good to, wrestlers. They're still to say they're good entertainers. To say they're Kim Kardashian, yeah. How dare you? That's disrespectful to me. Yeah, and I don't even um, know them. I don't think that's really. Does that mean Daniel? That's... Does that mean Daniel Bryan's Kanye West? Jeez. How dare they? Oh. Um. All right, anything else to say? No, that's it. All right, something to speak about. Ryback took on Mark Henry in a match that it was match. Yeah, Big Show was on commentary. Ryback won after hitting the top rope splash, which is growing on me. Yeah. Uh, But afterwards, Big Show got in Mark Henry's face and then walked away disappointed in him. And uh, backstage, Big Show got into Ryback's face, and Ryback kind of pushed him, and then they all started, not they all, they both started brawling, and uh, Ryback left him laying on the floor, which, this this match, Mark Henry versus Ryback, it's, it's almost as if WWE doesn't even think before making matches. Why do we need to sit there and see Ryback versus Mark Henry? If they use Mark Henry... Or if they want to use Mark Henry, I should say, have him face someone like Kevin Owens. Yeah, I don't understand the entire why they would have this match. If you're going to have that backstage segment anyway to put Ryback over, having him defeat Mark Henry, who hasn't picked up a real victory in a long time, it really doesn't make a difference. Right, but but it would make a difference if it was versus Kevin Owens and you make Kevin Owens look stronger or something. You want to make somebody look strong? Make Neville look strong. Have Neville go over Mark Henry. Um, I don't know. Sense? I just want to see... I don't want to see anybody go over Mark Henry anymore. I want to see Mark Henry go over other people. I want to see the Hall of Pain open up again. That's not going to happen, though. I know. It, I, I just don't get the usage of it. So, of him. So, like, I don't... But as of now, in 2015, current day Mark Henry, I think he should be putting people over. Making people like... Kevin Owens, not Ryback. Ryback's already there, established. Yes, so is Neville. Yes, so is Owens, but not as to the extent of Ryback. We've seen Ryback since, what, 2012, 2013? Yeah. These guys are brand new. Give them something to work with. Yeah, have, have him pull that veteran, uh, that, like, uh, um, veteran status that he's been around a lot longer than they have yeah. kind of a storyline. Up next, we saw Dolph Ziggler defeat Adam Rose in the main event of the Monday Night Raw. 
Adam Rose cut a promo before the match saying something about him unveiling his master plan or something soon. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this went nowhere. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> forgotten about next week. Also, Rosa can't act for Candle Wax, so nope. she needs to stop. Yep. But at least the match was good. Yeah. It was quick, but I was happy to see Adam Rose being used on Raw. Uh, what? I like the end. Yeah. Uh, summer. Oh, I thought you were going to say where Adam Rose was jumping no. off the top rope and super kick. One, two, three. As he I, was diving off. Yeah, what I liked uh, was how they showed Rusev backstage. Throwing a little tantrum. Yeah, I didn't like that part. Falling I didn't like down. Was, he was like, yeah, I thought that was. He threw his crutches and fell down. It looked like Tommy Pickles. Yeah, I thought that that was done Aww. just really bad. I wanted to say but, I wanted to say look like Tommy Pickles after a bottle of milk. There you go. <laughs> um, but I did like that Summer Rae came to help him out, and hopefully we'll see Summer Rae, Summer Rae return to that uh, heel manager role. Yeah, she went up. Oh. She went up and just said Lana isn't worth it, and walked off. Yeah, and gave him one of his crutch, a new crutch. Or one of the other crutches. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Why would you yeah. just have the, the crutch? That's what I didn't get to. <laughs> I don't know. It was probably um, one of the crutches he threw. Yeah. But, but even even still. Yeah. After that, we saw Seth Rollins call Kane and J&J security out to apologize to them. Uh, they all they came out. Brock Lesnar came out. Kane and J.J. Security backed off as if they were going to leave Seth Rollins alone and as if they didn't accept his apology. They all, they all jumped Brock. Brock attacked back. Eventually, everybody knows the authority always wins. They got the better of Brock. Rollins hit the pedigree. I think this segment was also something that went too long. Yeah, I, was, I agree with you. It, Maybe it was like 30 minutes long. It, it went to 11.15. So maybe it was 15 minutes too long. For, or yeah. 20 minutes, not 30. But it's still, I don't know. Mm-mm. Moving on to SmackDown. Well, uh, just let's mention Jamie Noble too. Oh, yes. I completely forgot about that. Sorry about that, Jamie. Uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar broke Jamie Noble's ribs. Yeah, uh, when he rammed him into the barricade, it's thought to be that spot. Yeah. And he, they actually had to give him oxygen because he couldn't breathe because of uh, the broken ribs. Yeah, and uh, it's a, it's a good thing that it wasn't his back again, which is why he retired in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. We we're, unfortunately we're not going to see Jamie Noble uh, get at this physical uh, anymore. Well, this may- may- maybe, maybe not. I mean, with the back injury that you just mentioned, with the rib injury now. Yeah, well, but ribs heal. Yeah, but it may just be too risky. I don't know. To put we'll, everything. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, we wishing a speedy recovery, 100%. Both of us are big fans of his. Yeah. He was tweeting about it the other day. So hopefully he's uh, in good spirits and uh, gets back soon. Yeah, same same goes for Tyson Kidd. I might as well say that too. Yeah, did he undergo surgery yet? Yep. Yeah, uh, people are saying. Well, Bret Hart said thinks that he's done. Wait, his career's done. No, Bret Hart. I thought Bret said that about Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he said that. Oh, someone. I think I thought it was Bret Hart. Someone said that they think that 
uh, Tyson Kidd has done too because it's the same injury that Stone Cold had. And yeah, but Austin all came of back from that. Yeah, but he wasn't the same after that neck injury. I mean, he, it's the same thing that Edge had all of them. Well, I really so, hope that's not the case. Yeah, of of course. So and Tyson Kidd, to Tyson Kidd is a super workhorse. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if he could pull it off, if anyone could pull it off, I should say he could. Hopefully, yeah. Moving on to SmackDown. They announced that Byron Saxton, while Tough Enough is being filmed, he will be replaced by Jimmy Uso. Smart move. Way to keep uh, Jimmy active. Yeah, I guess while Jay is injured, they have Jimmy sitting on commentary. Yeah, very smart. Uh, As for the opening segment, Kane was out there with Seth Rollins, Joey Mercury. Uh, Rollins basically said that you need to change to evolve, which is kind of what our saying is, where where you have to devolve to evolve. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Kane brought up Ryback's attack on Big Show, so I guess Big Show is still with the authority. Yeah, uh, okay. And uh, then Kane brought Ryback out, and they all questioned him and his actions, blah, blah, blah. Ryback said that he's the real champion, unlike Seth Rollins. Kane made a match. Bada mm-hmm. bing, bada boom. Not going to say it? Okay. Realist guys in the room. Sheamus defeated Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Rusev came out during this, and he begged for Lana to come with him. But she turned her back, and which why I thought that looked stupid. Yeah. Where she just turned her back and just walked towards the ring. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? On mm. I, I, when I said during Monday Night Raw, this is when Sheamus was was should have been counted out. Not, I mean, yeah, he should have been. I mean, counted on the out. last, on the no, he one hundred percent should have been counted out during yeah, Raw. Yeah, so too. you're not really. But this you didn't is really where misspeak to like right. But no, this is where I was where I was saying how I actually went and counted. Oh, okay. I forgot, completely well, I mean, forgot that Sheamus was out of the ring for 30. It works works for both both uh, cases. Yeah, but I, I thought that was really stupid. Yeah. Um, next up you had Alicia Fox. Oh, defeating... also Summer Rae was involved there afterwards. Where, oh, yeah. Yeah, backstage, but mm. big whoop, whatever. Yeah, big whoop. Want to fight about it? Yeah, so what? So what? Uh, so Alicia Fox defeated Naomi. Yeah, um, Tamina oh. super kicked the Bellas during the match. Yeah, I got a. Was it Naomi? No, who was it? I was gonna say hopefully there's a win for Naomi coming soon. Yeah, somewhere. she needs to. Yeah, I guess somehow Tamina and Naomi are on the other side with Paige, even though they're not on the side with Paige. How did Alicia Fox finish the match? I don't know. I don't remember. I think I was a big fan of her maneuver or submission or whatever she finished the match with. I forgot, though. Um, yeah. Tamina super kicked the Bellas during the match outside the ring. Yeah. And Alicia Fox, didn't she, like, roll Naomi up quickly or no? Is that... I don't remember. I'll I'll get back to it at some point. I, I have, like, 50 hours of wrestling in my head per week. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, next up, you had Ryback take it on Kane. Uh, went to uh, no, wait. it was Ryback, Ryback defeated, defeated Kane. Kane by DQ. Okay. Yeah, 
for whatever reason, the match continued before the match started. Big Show attacked Ryback. And uh, Ryback, I guess, said he was good to go. And uh, Kane was, I don't know. This, this, I hate this. I don't, I don't understand why, why yeah. the match continued. Big yeah. Show, Big Show got into the ring afterwards. Ryback took Big Show out. Kane helped Big Show. There was the DQ. Yeah, about that one. It's like, why have Big Show involved before the match? Yeah. And then again during the match. It's Agreed. like, I, whatever. I'm, I don't know. I'm speechless with stuff with WWE like that. Yeah. Speaking of things good speechless, Lucha Dragons and Primetime Players teamed up to defeat Bo Dallas and New Day. New Day? New Day. New Day. And I want to say that it's definitely 100% time for WWE Shop to stop to start selling. That's funny because the opposite of start, start is stop. But to start selling Lucha Dragon masks. Yeah, I think that would be a smart idea they, to cash in on. They have so many colors. They could sell them as a set, matching colors and stuff. I have um, to believe some people would have, would want to buy that. Was it you? You called New Day teaming up with Bo Dallas, right? <laughs> Didn't you say a few weeks ago that you wanted to see Bo Dallas align himself with New Day? I don't know if I said that. I feel like I remember you saying that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I remember you, like, Bo Dallas was involved in a storyline similar to A New Day, or they were in a match together or something, and you mentioned how you would you would like to see Bo Dallas align himself with New Day. Well, there you go. Brandon, so, predicting the future. There you have it. Uh, I wouldn't mind continuing to see more of this, of them remaining as a group of four. Yeah. Yeah, I really, they, they with, fit well together. They tried yeah, with to Bo teach Dallas him, trying to fit in. They tried to teach him the clap, or... New no. day suck like Bo. Come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was funny. funny. But uh, Jinx. Okay, Double Jinx, Jinx again. Jinx Double again. Jinx. Jinx. Bam roasted. Uh, I think clearly. No, the I was best... going with Community. Yeah. Okay. Mark. The Jinx. Double Jinx. Triple Jinx. Relax there, bro. But I Sorry. think obviously the best part of this match has to be Kalisto. Uh, uh, yeah, hands down. Kalisto has been. Nothing less than superb since his call up to the main roster. I mean, not even since since the since he debuted in WWE. Oh, yeah, from NXT, of, but complete breath of fresh air, and it's yeah. a complete breath of fresh air seeing him on the main roster. All I'm so NXT, happy. All of these NXT wrestlers, with the um, with the exclusion of the Ascension, has been nothing but amazing. I mean, it once sucks. I would have, I would have loved to have seen more from the Ascension. It's WWE that dropped that ball. Yeah, I, I still think they that they can late. be built up. I think that they were too late on pulling the trigger, and they should have pulled it back with that Paul Heyman teaser. I, but I, I do think that they can be built back up to where they once were. I really question it because they're not that, uh, they're not that built. I think that they need a new. They gimmick. don't need to be built. They could be. They're they're demons almost. They could be these guys that go around. They got Connor the the smaller one. Victor's the bigger one. I don't know, but yeah. I like the springboard four fifty. Kalisto hit. That's what he won with. Yeah. Uh, main event. You had Seth Rollins defeating Dean Ambrose. I I don't know why WWE is super saturating their product with Ambrose versus Rollins. Yeah, I, there, there's only a few times within us, like let's say six month period, 
mm-hmm. that you could see a match between these two before it stops being different. That's the thing. I really hope they don't do this with Cena Owens. Right. Like, I really don't want to... Like, that's the thing. With this storyline, they dragged it out for so long. But the problem is... During it's probably entire, even more than six months already. Yeah, it's, but... It has to, it's over six months. It's it's a, almost a year since... It started since, last... Like, it, it started... It was literally it was over a year ago since, since yeah. uh, Rollins turns back on the Shield. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they've been going at it since then. But the thing is, they... As you said, they oversaturated it with matches and... Uh, the problem is that they oversaturated with singles matches between the two. Right. And it wasn't. It wasn't tag team. It wasn't three. Uh, three uh, triple threat match uh, matches. It wasn't. I'm gonna have a pay per view match against this guy, and then you against this guy, and we could. And there's gonna be just promo cutting about you, but and no physical altercation. They just oversaturated it with too many. Uh, physical conflicts between the two in single matches. Right, and like I was saying at the beginning of the show where uh, with Jason's question or comment about Dean Ambrose, um, that clothesline, how many times can you see that clothesline? How many times can people still pop for that? I I don't get it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like the clothesline, but sometimes I feel like it's just... Once in a blue moon is fine. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know because I do think it can be used... In every match, but I feel like I just sometimes the I don't know. Um, I don't know. Back. I do, I do like the mat. I do like the move. It's just sometimes maybe it's just seeing Dean Ambrose too much. I don't know. But back to the match, Kane tried to get involved, and uh, I guess so did Joey Mercury. They tried to distract the referee. After that failed, Joey Mercury went on to the ring apron again, tried to distract Dean Ambrose as he was going for a pin. And then again later when he was going to hit Dirty Deeds, that again didn't work. And uh, one last time, Joey Mercury tried to distract him, but Ambrose pulled him into the ring, tried to hit him with Dirty Deeds, and Rollins turned him around him with the pedigree. Yeah. End of the match. End of the end of SmackDown. And that's all she wrote. Yep. Um... I guess let's get on to talking about tough enough. Yeah, he made its return to uh, to I guess USA I Network. Yeah, USA Network. Um, I wish the format was different. I like. I wish. I mean, I, they they can have that whole American Idol esque feel, but I wanted to see them putting their. I wanted to see them doing more drills and doing like. Yeah, I feel like they're as really if it was like showing a lot. I guess because I'm so so used to now watching MTV, the real world ba- version, basically, uh-huh. of Tough Enough. But that's so, the v- version that I was a fan of. Yeah. I mean, that's what I wanted to see. I want to see them have altercations. I want to see them go through all the drills. I don't want to see them uh, um, blast music over everyone speaking. Like That was like- awful. That was horribly mixed. <laughs> you had your spotlight already. Hold on. Everybody's trying to be a guest. I'm working out. <laughs> I'll text you when I'm done. So I think I think tough enough that for whatever reason that was mixed really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her she's still that you're still talking to Brandon. Wait, I'm still talking to Brandon right now. We're still recording. Tell her we're about to be done. We're about to be done. Um, so, 
tough enough. Yeah, so fix yes. that somehow. I don't think they're going to. I really hope they do. And I just want to – I don't know. Wait, who was the one? Dana? Um, no. Uh, who's the – The blonde chick? On. Who was uh, – who, Di- who, Diana. She proposed to her boyfriend? Yeah. And then – so she's all like – not understanding how she doesn't have Wi-Fi and she also wants to do is plan her wedding. And I don't understand. How did how did she get to see her fiance or whatever during the taping of this? I think that that's bogus that they're able to have their cell phones. And I think it's bogus that they're able to see people uh, from their normal uh, day lives outside of the competition. Yeah. I mean, back when you would watch uh, the earlier seasons, they might even have had this. I forget. But I'm assuming it was the same thing. They had a communal a communal foam. Yeah, and you, and you and you had to like win the opportunity to. Yeah, see I feel like family. that's what it should be, and I really hope that Diana gets kicked off next week. I am not a fan of her. If you want to be the, like, if you'd rather be planning your wedding, go do it. You're not in the right uh, company to be infatuated with all of that thought process when you're in a competition. I mean, it's just all right. Say hypothetically, she wins. Now what? But didn't wasn't she also like? Didn't she come in good places in in the challenges? I don't remember. I just know Amanda won. Uh, I guess the competition they had to carry a bag and then run up a uh, stadium steps. Uh, I believe it was Amanda and uh, Tanner. Amanda and Tanner, they were the winners, but. I'm not a fan of her. Wait, which one's the Yeti? The Yeti? That's Josh. Oh, okay. Yeah, Josh is the Yeti. Um, what do you think about Diana? Should she be kicked off? I don't know. I, I mean, it's only I, one episode, so... I don't know. I'm not a fan, but I'm still, I still think they should earn the right to meet someone in their, from their outside world. They should earn the right to use that telephone, the community phone, instead of having their cell phones. Yeah. Um, everyone else, I kind of, I am a fan of. I don't think, besides Diana, there's not really someone that rubbed me the wrong way that I was like, oh, I really hope this person doesn't win. Right. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of of Patrick. I like Sarah Lee. Um, do, you, do you like her cupcakes? I, I maybe. <laughs> that's, that's Sarah Lee, I think, is a baker. Oh, the cupcakes. Oh, uh, dark. <laughs> Uh, Daria, Georgia, Gabby, like they're all, they all could win this. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact Gabby was such a BA when it came to Diana crying. She's like, no, this is a competition. Like cut <laughs> yeah. it out, right. pull your stuff, get yourself together. You're not getting a hug from me. Grow up. Yeah. I thought that was funny. But I, I did enjoy the, hearing the panels. They, they, their input was good. It was nice to hear them talk. Yeah. Was that nice was... to hear them joke. It, it was Good. I like. Yeah, that, I watched. That was cool. I didn't think I was going to, but I ended up watching Tough Talk afterwards. I, I didn't see that, but it's, um, it's not like The Walking Dead at all. There you the go. After what is it? Walk Talking Dead. Talking Dead. It was nice. They were interacting with the judges. They were still there. That's cool. Yeah. Um. The and, entire- and Miz proves himself worthy to the company every time oh, yeah, he speaks. Yeah, so. that was cool. Um. I was a fan of the how every uh, panelist they have one. Uh, save uh, vote where they could save someone from being eliminated. I like how they have that, and 
Um, I'm very intrigued to see the rest of the season. I mean, I want to see, of course, there has to be someone that hooks up with someone else. <laughs> there has to be someone that fights someone else. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's still a reality show. That stuff is sometimes scripted. Yeah. And sometimes you have the double takes of something. If like, I mean, if it's been said on TV shows, uh, reality shows, they'll have double, triple takes of something if they, if they do something and they're like, you know what, let's do that again. I forgot what was said on the Tough Talk, I think, but Daniel Bryan's like, wait, are you telling me that reality TV is, is not really real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. So the final people in the competition, well, the three that were up for elimination was ZZ, uh, Josh, and Hank. And Hank was voted off the island this week. I know I was, yeah, off the WWE Performance Center Island. Yeah, I I voted for ZZ and Yeti. Yeah, I I'm a fan of Yeti and I'm a fan of ZZ. ZZ, he's I, he's very very entertaining. I love the fact how he Hank gets eliminated, then he pulls him in for a hug. He's like, hey, if you're ever in Louisiana. Call me up. We'll go, we'll do this. When he was like, saying that, I was like, please don't curse. Please don't curse. I know. Once he was saying <laughs> that, I'm like, you are so smart. Yes, say that right now while the cameras are on you. Have them pick it up. Win the support of, of uh, America. Dude, Get he, it. he had the most votes to, to be saved. Did he? Yeah, ZZ was yeah, like 53% yeah, was, or something. Yeah, it was Josh and Hank. Yeah. Um, I think the tough thing is going to be once you eliminate Diana – I think it's going to be tough for the women to break it down because all of these women are competitors. I mean, they all come from uh, either um, athletic background, modeling, you, uh, MMA, something, even pro wrestling. I think Sarah Lee has pro wrestling background. Like everything is just so diverse. It's just interesting to see how it's all going to pan out. Yeah, Tanner, I guess, is being the heel of the. Or being made to be the heel of the uh, TV show so far. Yeah, but he's backing it up. He is. He's he, winning he said, competitions. He, he's, he said, I could do double what they do. And then he went to the ring and basically did double of what they did. Yeah, it was definitely very, very impressive. I mean, I think he did 16 or 17 of whatever they're doing. And everyone else was doing averaging out at eight. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I did think that, like we said before, the music and everything like that, they had they have to fix all of that part. Like where Patrick and Zizi were in the hot tub together. Yeah. It was just like blasting. Had, yeah, the, the hot tub was blasting. Yeah. You would think they'd be like, oh, sister company, MTV. Or is that even not? That's not a sister company, is it? What do you no, mean? No, NBC, Universal, and then I guess MTV's MTV Viacom. Viacom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you would think that maybe they would have had some sort of production team. Yeah. Well, hopefully next we, next week they see uh, the reaction of everyone towards that and they adjust it. I thought it was just me at first, and I tweeted about it, and everyone's like, "No, I thought it was just me too." <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's gonna be a really cool season. I'm still undecided on who I want to see everyone succeed, especially like the people that are. Uh, Northeast territory, like Patrick, and that's what that's um, what I said when when this first got announced. Hopefully, we will see. Not, I mean, yes, we'll see a winner or whatever, but hopefully, we'll see um, more than 
one person becomes successful. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the people that don't win the competitions still end up making it with WWE. And if not, Ring of Honor or something. Look at Kenny King. Right. Uh, did Kenny King No, Kenny King lost. Yeah. Um, and he became something. So Matt Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why uh, that's like a joke or anything. Yeah. Uh, but it's it looks like it's it should be a fun competition. I just want it to be a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. I want to see more. Yeah. More well, competitions. I want to see it more like the uh, like the past ones. Yeah, that's also something Sarah we I believe she said. Was it was it her that said that? Where, how she's there to actually wrestle or whatever, and here she shows up. She's got a caprice on whatever. The other chicks are in like their asses are hanging out. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Sarah Lee. Yeah. I think she's gonna. I think her and Zizi are going to win the hearts of America. You know, what I mean? like just because she's like seems like the like a uh, uh, country girl and stuff like that. Yeah. While Zizi is. The Louisiana teddy bear, pretty much. So it's going to be interesting to see how America votes all of these people. Yeah, and it'll be interesting, like if a guy like ZZ wins, who came in last place in that competition, will he? Was it last place? Uh, yeah, he came in last place. Yeah, will what'll happen further down the road in a WWE career of his? Yeah, I mean, that has to catch up to him. Yeah. Um, and do you think someone's going to stand up and are we going to see a fight with Tanner and someone? I don't know. That They'd be really stupid to fight. I could see a fight brewing. They, that'd be and so unprofessional. And I think if they, if anyone the were to fight, boom, eliminated, get off the television show, get out of is, WWE. But is that – that's the thing. Like, the, this Fighting be doesn't belong. Great. It doesn't belong. It yes, doesn't. It's, but yes, it's, it, great it's television. A, yeah, it's a reality show. Blah, blah, so now, blah. if it's scripted, if it's scripted, whatever. But I think that's dumb. I, I think something has to come to push. Like you're going to have come to that moment where someone's pushing each other. No punches are thrown, but like they're like pushing and grappling, and then someone gets a cut, and they have to go to the. E- you see the ambulance rushing them to the ER or something, mm-hmm. or like I feel like they're they all have a moment like that. Where it's just like, all right, everything, this is what happened. So. So, um, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Thank you, B Mountain B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Jasmine at reverse NMSage. John at Mr. John Faust. Eric at Montreal Broski. Team Awesome at Team Awesome 418. Go check them out on Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. And that is all she wrote. Go follow all of them. Thank you very much for promoting us. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? Shalom, Jay Silver here from Two and a Half Wrestlers Podcast, and you're about to listen to my favorite part of the show, Brandon Shalom's. Oh, I mean Brandon's shoutouts. The tour rolls on, and the first shoutout goes to New Kids on the Block, TLC, and Nelly. Uh, I saw them at the Madison Square Garden the other night. It was awesome. They brought out 50 Cent. They brought out uh, Bismarcky. 
I popped huge. That's, for, I popped, that's pretty wild. Yeah, I popped big time. They were like, oh, you can't sing this song without bringing out Bismarck Key. I was like, what? Because never in a million years would I ever expected to see Bismarck Key live. No. Same uh-uh. thing with 50 Cent. Never would I ever expect that. That that is true. Did did you sing along with uh Fifty? Did I? No, I didn't. Did you? No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Did you? You I did. Didn't. No, I definitely didn't. Yeah. I, I, Wait, that you? No, I, I sung along with just a, to just a friend. There you go. Can you sing with us right now? You gonna do it? No, like me, the audience, they'll sing along with you. No, I'm not going to be like, have you ever met a friend that you tried to date but a year to make love? She wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. Nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. That's it. There you go. <laughs> uh, up next, though, uh, goes to new HBO television shows. Uh, check out Ballers, starring The Rock, and uh, The Brink, starring Jack Black. Two completely different shows, but both were very entertaining on Sunday. And I think, uh, well, I'd like to say, hopefully, as of now, I hope they both get renewed for second seasons. Yeah, I have to see Ballers. Yeah, uh, the good. other one I don't care for, the Jack Black one. It was it was but, good. That was good, too, though. Don't, yeah. don't count Jack Black out. All right, I won't. And uh, next up is a show called The 100. I know it's on the CW Network, but you can watch season one on Netflix. Um, the other day when I was having my cable box fixed, the cable mm-hmm. guy actually told me I should check it out. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. I guess it's like, it's more of a teen show, but not really. I could see people our age. It doesn't I, really ring a bell for me. It's like, they, they go down to, they're all up in, in space because Earth had like some radiation, like bombs, war and everything. So like 90 something years later, they come, they want to send a hundred people da- back down to Earth uh-huh. to see if it's livable. The hundred people they send are juveniles. So, Interesting. Yeah. So they send them down and then uh, they see how it goes. Huh. Yeah, but definitely check it out. I was entertained by it. Maybe you will be entertained as well. You know what else people will be entertained by? Sunday, uh, this oh. upcoming Sunday. Yeah, I know. This coming Sunday, June 28th, The Sanctuary will be having an event in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. You're going to get to see TDS, the Dynamic Sensation, team up with Jason Kidd to take on Damian Gibbs Tommy and Tommy Wansaw. You're going to get to see Bull Hightower versus Molson. You'll see Tra- uh, Travis Dorian versus Craven Varro versus Bobby Wayward. And in your main event, the Sanctuary Champion, the God King himself, the monster, Atu, taking on Andrew Anderson, the current number one contender. This event should be a lot of fun to watch, a lot of fun to attend. Don't forget to go support them. Go check it out. And then you can also see them on July 3rd for their 4th of July show. Same place, Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Uh, just go check them out. Go support them. It is a lot of fun. Brandon, right? You had a great experience when you went? Yeah, I love the sanctuary. And if yeah. I, if I re- literally, if I could go out there every single month, I would be at every single show. Exactly. Like the place, it's beautiful, their arena. I mean, it's in a old, it's a, an old sanctuary, uh, an old, an old, uh, it's a converted church. church. Yeah. A converted church into a wrestling, uh, arena. Definitely check them out. You want to go to facebook.com slash 
Sanctuary PA. Do not miss it. Check them out. That is the 28th, this upcoming Sunday, and then once again, July 3rd. Um, yeah. Just want to toss that out there for all of our fans. And our. Our. is right our mark out moment of the week i know it has to 100 for me well you know what i got to do you have any um for me it's going to be the return of tough enough uh i'm a big fan of the show it's hilarious because last week's episode i'm not gonna watch yeah, I know. I ended, up, I ended up watching. I told you, yo, you cannot escape Tough Enough. It's such a good show. So I'd rather watch Tough Enough than Raw. Go figure. Yeah, so, but uh, as far as Mark Out Moments of the Week go, last Saturday, Ken Shamrock made his Bellator debut to face Kimbo Slice, where they the whole match was fixed. They, they called their spots and everything. Yeah, the punches are real, but the everything was fixed. You yeah, could, it definitely clearly, looks that way. You can see them calling spots. I mean, there was a lot of hugging at first and doing of nothing, which I think that the referee, sh- if it's not fake, the referee should have broken that up as a stalemate right. and restarted them. And then that entire rear naked chokehold that Shamrock had, uh, it just wasn't locked in well enough, and Kimbo escaped no, 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 it. No, it was, it was locked in. Shamrock let it go. I, that's it the was thing. fixed. Yeah, and but then Kimbo that- knocked him out. That's not even the markout moment of the week. The markout moment of the week came before the match. Oh. When all of a sudden, Legion of Doom, LOD's music hit, and Road Warrior Animal comes out. Full gear. He's got the pads on and everything. That I pop huge for that. That was awesome. You can use a little bit more gear to uh, cover up that, uh, okay. that baby hump he got going. <laughs> wow. Uh, but my, my other markout moment of the week that's not wrestling related, I went last night, saw Bette Midler at Madison Square Garden, and uh, I guess, I'm assuming everybody that listens to us has to be a fan of hers based off of Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. So she came out dressed as Winifred, San- Winifred Sanderson, saying, I put a spell on you and marked out for that's that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Who were the fellow witches that were with her? Oh, just her backup singers. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course, they would be backup singers. Yeah, but it's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and that's yeah. our show. Thank you for listening. Thank you yeah. to our guests. Yes, thank you, Drew and Paige. Um, don't forget, once again, Sanctuary Pro Wrestling. Uh, go follow them at Sanctuary PATV. And they will be on YouTube for free. So check them out on YouTube. We'll get that link out to you once it's got once we have it. And you can watch it for free on Sunday. Yeah. Um, any last words? Purchase our t-shirt, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut, MarkingOut.com, at MarkingOut on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, at BTTG161 on Twitter, at DaveTheRave underscore on t- MO. Keep your eyes on that ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut website. Just saying, keep your eyes open. And um, thank you, and everybody. Let's leave questions, comments. We'll answer anything and everything. If, if you want us to play your music, email us, markingout1 at gmail.com. And we wish you the, the Fabulous, fabulous.
felt mm -hmm. like a roller coaster ride. Best, Best of luck in your future, future endeavors. endeavors. Have a great week.